Buckaroo Holiday. I'm Sport Murphy, your jack-of-all tirades. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to this show because, you know, lately I've been doing uh, commissions. I've been trying to catch up. i got a few more coming, um, two definite ones upcoming, one for Jenica and before that one for Mark. And uh, I love doing those, but I also love doing what this show originally was, this sort of rambling thing completely coming from my own impulses and instincts. And I like that, and I kind of miss it. I haven't done one of those in a while, because even the um, New Year's show and all this stuff, a lot, a lot of things recently have a theme, and I feel kind of freed of that today, and that's a good feeling. It'll refresh me for the next commissions that I do for y'all. I was contacted today, in fact, by a friend who has a specific commission that he may be requesting. That's really interesting. Actually, it's two, two different ideas that are really interesting. One makes sense, the other one doesn't, and I like the idea of both of them. We'll get to that. You want to commission shows, man. Look, I'm right here. You know where to reach me. I'm telling you, you know where to reach me. I should also mention that I have uh, not gotten around to doing this raffle for more of these souvenirs that I've made. I think what I've decided to do is to just choose people to give them to. I didn't get much response from the uh, raffle thing anyway. Um, the people that responded to it are the people that are still in touch about the show, and I'll be getting some souvenirs to them. And I'll be announcing them when I do so. And the other people on the Patreon will also be winding up with them too. I mean, that's 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 a given, I told you that. But uh, as much fun as I have doing that raffle thing, it doesn't seem like most people care about it, so why bother? I might have mentioned this before, but I've been uh, writing songs of all things. And what I've decided to do is to record them all by myself, one at a time, and release them on the Patreon. It won't be released in any other form. I'm not dealing with anything else. The reason I tell you that now is because if these shows um, start becoming less frequent, that's why, because I'm working on that, and some other things for the Patreon people, some visual stuff, uh, printed stuff, which means nothing to most of you, but it will probably slow down the production of these shows, so just so you know. Okay, so I'm free to do whatever I want on this show today. Even freer than usual, I should say. One thing I've always wanted to do is to incorporate minutes of silence. A lot of ceremonies and occasions call for a minute of silence. And, you know, there's no such thing as silence. Especially recorded silence. Something's getting recorded. And even if it isn't, there's the sounds that are around you. And even if you're in a soundproof room, there's the sounds that are in your head. So really, there's a, the only real silence, I guess, is... You know what I mean, right? <laughs> the, the, the big silence. Oh, oh. So maybe I'll include some minutes of silence today. Here's one now. I'll be right back.
Oh, you're welcome, New York City Council. Boy, New York City Council, right? Trying to be, that that's the, the noisiest silence you ever heard, right? Or ever didn't hear? <laughs> but uh, New York City, what do you expect? New York City Council, you know, fucking that one up too. What don't they, fu- all right, never mind. Uh, the, New York is going to come up again today. There's a New York sub-theme, I think, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But, you know, what is a, you know, moment of silence is usually to commemorate something or someone that has passed, you know, and there's a few things that are, gone that I truly mourn, and, uh, you know, uh, the relative affordability of Port Ellen, for example, or the, uh, those great Downy Flake-style square frozen toaster waffles. Christ, I miss those things, man. God, they were good. Fuck ego. Ego. Dense, irksome, round horrors. I mean, there's a lot of things like that, you know, so, yeah, give us a moment of silence for that, for all that stuff. But, and this comes back to New York City, and it comes back to that whole theme there. You know, I'm always, I've been, there's been a lot of losses, right? Um, serious losses, friendships, uh, you know, <laughs> the nation, all kinds of things. Um, and I, 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 I talk about them here because I talk about what I talk about here, whether people like it or not, that's what I do here. And I wanted to talk about something upbeat, you know, that is a good thing about New York City, and it's a good thing about friends. And uh, we have these listeners, they're a couple, all right? It's Carl and Elizabeth. They live in the Lower East Side of New York. They're artistic collaborators as well as a couple. They do various things. They're in a punk band called Sewage. They have a duo called The Head Peddlers, who are now recording, and I'll play some of that stuff when stuff is available. But they're very involved in the local scene where they live, the spiritual life of their community. They're making films and so forth. But they're involved in this show. They listen and they write me and tell me what they think about the show. They ask questions about it. They they give me a kind of a, an emotional support that I get from other people too, but I'm just singling them out for special attention today because they've been especially helpful to me in this year where friends are dropping off of me like dandruff. It's been great to have this dialogue with these two artists. And um, so today I'm gonna dedicate this show to the head peddlers, Elizabeth and Carl. Enjoy. Could she tell she deceived her? 
the break like glass Roti looks down Me, I wanna kiss the ground 22 stops To the city 22 stops To the city 22 stops To the city 22 stops Garland Jeffries with Coney Island Winter. Before that, a piccolo and flute player named Lawrence Trott with a couple of associates playing an arrangement of WC's piece from the Children's Corner Suite, The Snowflakes Are Dancing. And they surely are on this day, this not Coney Island Winter Day, but Bayshore Winter Day. I don't know where you are. Kind of don't mind the shoveling today when I think about what's going on in Texas. Those poor people down there. Jesus Christ, that's the state of my birth. And uh, it's heartbreaking to see some of the horrors that those people are enduring down there. I hope they get relief and soon. Anyway, some more people to pray for if you do that sort of thing. Sort of thing I've been doing lately. I've been reading a lot. I've been reading quite a bit. We changed our cable service. We used to have this uh, Optimum 
and uh, they, they it's, it sucks I mean you know you, the, the customer service fucking blows they keep jacking up the prices it's just a, a big jerk off so um, now my wife got some kind of a deal with, with some company that they also get their phone service from I don't know I don't have a cell phone so I don't, I don't really get that world but that's what they did and we got this new TV lineup. The thing is, for me, uh, there's nothing on it I watch. All the sh- all the channels that I used to watch are gone. Buzzer, the game show channel that I used to watch. There's a, a channel called the Game Show Channel, but it really sucks. They show newly made crappy ass shows and repeats of recent shows like, you know, the the uh, Family Feud with, uh, what's that, Steve Harvey? Is that his name? Comic? I hate it. What's that? So you, you thought I had a goat in the house or something, but that was my daughter stretching in the other room. So anyway, apart from Impractical Jokers, which is a show that I love, and I think it's like true TV shows at 24 hours a day, so it's pretty good. Anytime you want to dip in, you can see the Impractical Jokers. But there's nothing else. I mean, I don't don't watch the news anymore. I don't don't want to hear, because there is no news anymore. Uh, I don't want to hear that crap. And uh, nothing else I like. All these sports channels, you know, who fucking cares, you know. I don't, I don't know. So the, I don't watch anything, you know, except the practical jokers, right? So I'm reading. I'm reading books, and I'm reading magazines, and I'm reading. Um, I'm reading. <laughs> oh yeah, newspaper. I'm reading newspapers too. A newspaper. <laughs> I like the crossword puzzle. Reading a book my son recommended to me uh, called *The Fifth Science* by a guy named Exerbia. I don't, I don't know. He's some internet personality or something like that. Anyway, it's a good, it's a really good book, science fiction kind of thing. And I wanted to tell you about some of these other books I got from Feral House, but I'll get back to that later. This spiel's gone on long enough. So, science fiction theme. How about, how about this? Do you remember the Gong Show band leader Milton DeLug and his band with a thug? This is Milton DeLug with Rise Robots Rise.
was the time of dusk when lorry drivers Running from Durham north to sea fog night Think about sleep and switch on long beam lights And the engine's monotonous drumming for a moment dies The time when half-light draws a fading gleam from railway tracks And ugly unloved lovers Settling alone in trains to silent meals Hear the quickening of the wheels And see their faces trickling through the steam On carriage windows colder than their eyes
Sunday sunshine I wonder An early Bee Gees recording there, Monday's Rain, with the bizarre, unique voice of Robin Gibb taking the lead on that one. Real weird one. And there's going to be a lot of real weird ones on this show. Like I mentioned before, getting back to this uh, stream of consciousness personal thing, I've been playing so many songs on recent shows that have been fairly familiar that, I don't know, I have a backlog of things I want to play that are a little more strange. Some of it's strange in the sense that you're a stranger to it, and some of it's strange because it just sounds weird. Something that might fit both categories was before that, Two Evenings was the name of the song. It was from an album called Adam and the Beasts by an artist named Alice Dare Claire, A-L-A-S-D-A-I-R, Claire, C-L-A-Y-R-E, Alice Dare Claire. Apparently a brilliant sort of a fellow, polymath. Among his many achievements, he recorded a couple of albums, and that was one of them. It's a great album. It's got some really interesting stuff on it, and it covers a lot of different territory that you can't kind of pick out a typical track because there's no such thing. But uh, he was brilliant, and he uh, killed himself in the late 70s, probably a couple of years after making that album, threw himself in front of a train. I'm going to play another song by him later because I think uh, it deserves a bigger hearing than just the one song. Before that, a song called Mycologics by Mouse on Mars. And I guess that popped into my head because of the previous Rise Robots Rise. As I mentioned, Milton DeLug from a soundtrack for a cartoon called Gulliver's Travels Beyond the Moon. So now I got one here from an album from 1969 called Welcome to My Mind. It's a decent album, it ain't great, but I like this track. The artist is Michael McGinnis, and this track is called October Country. Now there's a few different songs called October Country. One of them is by a band called October Country. This isn't that, it's an original by him. It's kind of a mournful piece, hope you like.
Here's my teapot. It's not so short or stout. It helps me figure out my life when I'm uncertain, doubting the worth of me. Pour me a cup of tea. From 1981, a song called The Preacher by The T-Set. That was a single that had a really great package. It folded out and had all kinds of weird little inserts and stuff in it. Really uh, enchanting item for me at the time. And that came to mind because of the previous song, which was Tea Time, or Secular Prayer Number 4, which is a lot of title for a miniature tune, but a lovely one, I think, by David Garland. 
He's an artist who works out of New York State, and I've collaborated with him a number of times on various projects and performances. That was from a thing he did in 2006 called Reveal. One of his recent things was a colossal project called Verdancy, multiple discs dwelling in the borderless realms of music, uh, with songs extended, what you might call classical pieces, uh, improvisational music, very tightly composed music, humorous stuff, very ethereal stuff, experimental stuff. All his work through the years incorporates all these influences, but none more than that particular project, which is really worth listening to. If I'm making it sound overly eclectic, don't think so. It's It absorbs all those things and makes them into one new thing. That's uh, pretty unique. And he introduced me to a musician named Mike McGinnis. You heard before that with his band The Four Bags. He's a reed player and a real nice guy. That was called Interlude by The Four Bags. And he came to mind because of the first track we played, which was another guy named Mike McGinnis. No relation as far as I know with October Country. Now the next track, I want you to bear with me on this one. Stick with this one. It's a little bit long. It's about six minutes. It's called It Might Have Been Late Summer. Okay, it's by a South Korean band called San Ul Lim. Like the Bee Gees who we heard earlier, they were brothers, trio of brothers. And I think it's from around 1978 or so. It Might Have Been Late Summer. That's the title, as I mentioned earlier. It's not like I'm narrowing it down to like it might have been late summer 1978. Although, let me tell you, late summer 1978 was a very special time for me. Talked about the late summer of 78 on the, the, the Nemesis show about Tony DeCosa. See, it all weaves together. Like Charles Ives said, you know, that the fabric of existence weaves itself whole. I'm often reminded of the time, well, I met this old gentleman and he had some words of...
나무 사이 그녀는 동자 신비한 빛을 발하고 있네 입새 끝에 매달린 햇살 간지런 바람에 흩어져 우연의 빛숲 속은 꿈꾸는 듯 아련했어 늦은여름이었을 거야 우리들은 호수가에 앉았지 나무처럼 싱그런 그날은 아마 늦은여름이었을 거야 달린 햇살 간지런 바람에 흩어져 고야한의 빛숲 속은 꿈꾸는 듯 아련했어 
think of the lives I've blighted, wrongs I've wrought and never righted. When I think of the poor, benighted people I hurt. When I think of the folks who used to give me their trust, kicked in the dust, left in the dirt. When I think of the path I've taken, friends I've used and then forsaken, well, it's obvious I don't give a damn. Why, it's a mystery how I've lasted. I must be history's biggest bastard. What a son of a bitch I am. Hey, I hear you, Anthony Newley. I hear you. It's been said about me, too. Believe me. That was from Anthony Newley's strange, strange movie. If I can remember the title of it now in full. Can Hieronymus Merkin ever forget Mercy Hump and find true happiness? I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm exactly right on the title. But anyway, it was this fantastically self-indulgent picture he did in the late 60s at the height of his success and you know why not i mean what are heights of success for if you can't make massively self-indulgent movies and while we're in the cinema let's linger a moment and remind you that you heard diana in hospital that was by johnny pate or is it johnny pate but look i don't want to start any controversy over foie gras so i'm just gonna go with pate off the top of my head <laughs> but uh, johnny Jasmine from Chicago who did some soundtrack work and that was one of those it was from Shaft in Africa before that Phil Linnett in deep cheese mode with girls I don't know if I told you this before I'm really a fan of Phil Linnett and Thin Lizzy and uh, I, I, he can't be too cheesy for me well he can be sometimes he is but uh, takes a lot takes a lot I like that one and we started with San Ul Lim from South Korea Back to the cinema for a moment, sort of indirectly. Orson Welles directed a film that was before Citizen Kane, and it was a silent film that was to be shown during a play he was directing. And the name of it was Too Much Johnson. Now, I, I know some of you are thinking, Too Much Johnson, no such thing. Hey, stop it. Although Paul Bowles might agree with you. Paul Bowles is known as a novelist, wrote a book called The Sheltering Sky, and lived in Tangier for reasons we won't get into. And he wrote music for Orson Welles' film, but I don't think it was ever used to accompany that film. Instead, he reworked it into a piece called Music for a Farce. And I'm going to play a little bit of that because I think it's kind of cool. But I'm also going to play another piece of his right after it. Very different. It's a song with orchestra, chamber orchestra. It's called Secret Words. So two pieces by Paul Bowles.
Earlier I told you I was going to play you some more Alastair Clare, and there he is. From that same album, Adam and the Beasts, that's Lullaby and Come Afloat. And there are more treasures on that album. It's really, really worth checking out if you like that kind of thing, whatever that kind of thing is. Before that, you heard an artist, a contemporary performer, Jacqueline Francis, who goes by the name Jacqueline Pie Francis sometimes. And her work is out there. I guess it's on SoundCloud. It might be on Bandcamp, but you can look her up. She does a lot of standards and she does originals as well. That was one of her originals. That's from about 10 years ago. Uh, the Nothing Waltz. Very moving stuff, I think. And again, before that, it was two pieces by composer turned author. Paul。I have a bad case of diarrhea。私はひどい下痢です。I have a bad case of diarrhea。I have a bad case of diarrhea。play you a track now from Tentacles album The Angel of Death 1971 
got a tough guy here. We got a tough guy from the streets. Look just like that dancing wop Those movies that we've seen The cute little chicken shit boots on It's cute little chicken shit hat It's cute little chicken shit girlfriend Riding along in back Happening with you, boys. You having a nice time on your trip. All the way from Jersey City, you look pretty as a picture. Please don't hurt no one tonight. Please don't break no woman's heart How about it, you little prick? How about it?
Solitude, a piece from 1992 by the contemporary composer Lauren Bernofsky, a piece for clarinet and piano. She's very good and very prolific. Prior to that, we had Randy Newman's Pretty Boy from his Born Again album. And sometimes Randy Newman is a little too, I don't know, too much of something for me. That song there takes away all the irony from his work, and it's just brutal, I think. So I think that's one of the pieces of his that I dig the most because it's just uh, terrifying. You know, it's a couple of bullies doing what they do. Hateful people. Captures it. We started with Tentacle by Tentacle. Kind of a hard rock, semi-early prog kind of thing, that album. I like it because it's so raw. It's just... Uh, Right out there. I dig it. So what about this sort of, you know, thing of uh, early, clunky, sort of prog? Right? That's a thing, right? Early, clunky, sort of prog. Yeah. For example, a little more on the muso side than tentacle, but it's an act called Hensley's Electric Jazz Band and Synthetic Symphonette. Can you imagine that? You'd need like two t-shirts just to have the name printed on it. Anyhow. This is an album from 1969. Hensley, I thought it might refer to Ken Hensley from Uriah Heep, but it ain't. It ain't him. Uh, it's an album called The Masters of Deceit. This is the lead track, Shining.
forget the past Nothing lasts
so what this is is it's another one of these one minute of silence things which is you know a really crooked gimmick to do in a podcast like this because you know first of all it's like an art joke like you know john cage thought of this like 100 years ago right uh john lennon thought of it uh you know 50 years ago something like that whatever the fuck you know um this is the funeral silence for the diana uh spencer princess of wales and um i ruined it but one thing man let's face it a minute is a long fucking time right hey wait up wait up wait up hey you you shut the fucking kid up a minute of silence jesus Yeah. 
don't shy, want the gag, start to sag, I'm a flag, get the bed, wheel and head, have the beat, cup of tea, where's my piece, always cheese, half a cock, bugger off, lift the door, cough some more, that's the score, want a ball, join the queue, for a bus, 22, here it comes, up the stair, play the fair, 28, got a mate, here's my stop, cock and knee, what a shame, that's the game, got a wall. Looking, uh, looking real close to two hours here almost, right? Getting there. I gotta admit, I, I've been having buckaroos while I'm doing the buckaroo holiday, and um, it's agreeable to me. I don't know what kind of show it makes for, but uh, that's for you to judge. Don't judge me. Um, here's what you heard. Last thing you heard was Wildcat. This was a band from 1981. Cut an album called Unofficial Action. They were kind of latter-day version of a band that existed 10 years earlier called bread love and dreams maybe you could compare it to the uh, relationship between stackridge and the corgis that kind of thing and before that i played a track called tranquilo hombre del espacio look you know do with that what you will it's a track by Father Muckers, who I played on a previous show, and I wanted to get back to because, I, again, it's one of these things where their, their sound is varied, and I don't want to leave it represented by one track. Speaking of that, another artist that I'll probably revisit in the future because she's really good and really interesting and still working, Karen Beth, with Nothing Lasts from her debut album, 1969. She started out with that odd voice that some people might find irritating it's almost like a kate bush kind of thing where you had this really distinctive unusual voice she started with and got a little more conventional after that now she's doing i guess what you'd call women's music that's the impression i get haven't explored it fully but uh, that's that's what i seem to get but i'll, I'll report back because I, I have a number of really good songs by her and they should be more well-known. Not that I'm going to help that much. And then, you know, at the top of that, it was, what was it? Uh, you know, Ken Hensley's West Coast pop art, uh, exploding, inevitable, portable headband. I don't know. What are we going to play now? I need another drink. Now, you know, excuse me, I'm, I just bit off a piece of sausage. Here's the thing. Back in the day when a DJ had to go to the restroom, he would put on like um, Hey Jude, you know, American Pie. One of these interminable pieces of crap. I'm only human. And I gotta, I gotta go make a cocktail and, you know, who knows what else, right? But get this, that isn't why I'm playing this really long track. 
All right, it's called the Fire Opal Sequence. How's that sound? Pretty proggy, right? Well, kinda. Kitty Brazelton is the main brains behind it. It's a band called Musica Orbis. It's an early 70s thing or mid 70s thing. A great era of, um, I don't know, I think of the 70s as an era of prog and punk and porno. And I get a little of that, all that in this thing. And hippies. There's still a lot of hippies. The first part of this, uh, what do you think it's here for? Do you think that this is a parade? It's a distinct song. It can stand as such, but I like the way it develops through these other sections and then to this later song um, called, what, Red Wind or something like that? I guess it's called Red Rain. I forget. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm drinking, you know. Anyway, it's really long. It's, it's about 15 minutes long. I'm not going to mislead you, you know, it, it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's not a short number. So I'm going to play it in its entirety, this thing. This is from an album called To The Listeners. Originally it was a vanity pressing that they sold at gigs or gave out or whatever the hell they did in them days. I'm, I'm nostalgic for that world. I had a friend, he was much older than me, his name was Matty. He was a friend of my brother's actually, but he took me under his wing. He ran an antique store on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, and he was a painter, and he was involved with all these mail art people and all these really cool downtown, living in lofts kind of folks doing artwork. And I met a lot of these people and went to a lot of these art happenings and shit. And this reminds me of that. It's, it, it has a lot of that spirit to it. And I kind of dig it. You might not, um, or you might. So I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to lay it on you. Sometimes I play these long tracks. I remember I played a Wayne Shorter track one time that was longer than my usual selection and got a good response, and maybe this will too. I'll be back when it's over to say goodbye. But here it is. This is the Fire Opal Sequence by Musica Orbis. If you get bored, maybe you're listening wrong.
Well, what happened? Did you skip the track? Did you endure the track? Did you enjoy the track? What'd you do? I don't know. I sat and listened to it. I made myself that cocktail, and then I listened to the whole thing, and I liked it. But then I'm the kind of guy, I like the stuff I play, so, you know, that's me, you know. <laughs> well, hope you all dug the show. Particularly hope that head peddlers loved it. Carl and Elizabeth, cheers to you. And the rest of you, cheers to you too. I lift my buckaroo in the hopes that, uh, yeah, we all get over our own bullshit. Everybody needs to get over their own bullshit, yeah? Life is very short. One more song, and that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Buckaroo Holiday. What am I gonna do? Uh, ah, fuck it. T-Rex. Jesus, she's a shiver, she's a cheer, love it.